You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Yo, what's going on, B-Dizzle? We haven't had an episode with just us two in a while. That's yeah. right. That's right. And by the time this one episode, this episode airs, it will probably more than likely be like a Valentine's Day. Probably after. I feel like after Valentine's Day. It might be later. after. It don't matter. It don't matter. We have a bunch of random things to talk about, but some Happy of Happy Valentine's Day, maybe before or after. Maybe. Happy V-Day, inner and around. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Inner, okay. inner or around? Inner or around. Inner or around. Time frame. Uh, okay, so I have a ridiculously funny story to tell you. Oh, I love you and you're annoying. I know. I just, I was just going to forget like, mine. I don't want to forget mine. I often come up here like I'm going to get this out and then I'm. Can you chill for a second? Stop. I was just going to go on the docket today, X, Y, and Z. I wasn't going to go into my story. I don't want to forget mine. I don't want to forget mine. Like, just do me a favor. Calm keep down. Your, just do me a favor. Keep your mouth in front of the microphone. Okay. <sighs> just do me a favor. Stop interrupting me. All right. Okay. So we have, I love you and you're annoying. Never interrupt me when I'm cleaning my room. And then we have, I have a funny story I want to tell. We have some parenting uh, epiphanies. Would you call those epiphanies? Well, I heard something that I thought, oh. Uh, Oh, that's good. Oh, uh, we I also like have... that. I'm going to add that to our podcast. I'm going to take full credit that that, uh, that I created it myself. We have relationship, uh, a check-in, like a very serious check-in that we realized. Always serious. Yeah, I know. But, but this never was, serious. But this was uh, like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> continue. And uh, yeah, so let's kind of just get it. Okay, Wing you, you want to say you're I love you. And I love you, Brittany, so. and this is annoying. And this is something that has annoyed me for a long, long time. And I didn't realize how much it annoyed me until recently. You're, you leave your coat on the banister all the time. Right. When you come in from the from outside, no matter what you're doing, you take your jacket off and you leave it on the banister going up the stairs. The closet's literally right beside the banister and you right. always leave it there. Yeah. And recently... What happens is our kids who run back and forth in our hallway often use the banister as a hard stop for themselves. 
And recently, Cooper ripped the sleeve off of your winter jacket, (laughs) which resulted in a new jacket needing to be purchased simply because the old jacket wasn't hung up. Mm -hmm. I'm requesting, although I've I've requested this numerous times, I'm requesting that you hang your jacket up and don't use the banister. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, before you rebuttal and say that sometimes I use the chair as mine... I get it. I get it. Sometimes we got to take our jackets off and we got to put it in the in the most opportune position possible. That's it. It just doesn't have to be an everyday thing. It's not an everyday thing. And you did tell me that and I have been hanging it up. I think the issue is is like I'll come, I'll take the kids every morning and then I come back throw my jacket there, the kids are gone and then I leave I there have, all day. No, and then I have to go out and, and work and I do my things so that I know like I know that I'm leaving in an hour or two. Why would I not just hang my jacket up there? You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's not a hook. It's not a it's not a oh, okay. uh, closet. It's a banister. Wow. Okay. So Are you, you can... ready for mine? Because you're gonna eat crow after I tell you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what a stupid saying. It is dumb. <laughs> okay. You eat that crow, you. You eat bastard. that crow pie. Yeah. You gonna eat it? What was that thing we were I don't saying? Even the other get day? what that saying is. Is crow not tasty? It, I feel like I don't know why they say it, but it's like you're gonna eat your words. Would crow not taste like a bird? Maybe they say like you're gonna eat your words, and crows like to sit like they sound like people when they're talking. So like they're what? Why would that? How? What? <laughs> I, w- I would have much rather you say, I don't know. than like, It sounded way better in my head. I'm not going to yes, lie. Yes, because crows often sound like people. No, because they they often mimic voices. It's a thing. I swear it's a thing. I just saw a TikTok on them. TikTok told me. Crows. Okay. So anyway, my thing is, is that you leave. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Whatever. I was trying to make sense of it. I was trying to just talk it out, you know? Brittany! Was that you, Ryan? No, it must have been the crow outside. <laughs> that mimicker. Stop. I swear to God. The whole God. time we think we have ghosts in our house, we just have some just, fucking asshole crow in our, in our attic. Okay. My thing is, I've got two. And like one, I feel like is just like, I might as well just record it and then just press play. Every if it's laundry, it, like, move on. No, I'm so annoyed. I ask you every day, okay, every weekend. And you're like, yep, got it. No problem, babe. And it's still a mountain in our room. But that's not even it. It's your stupid shoes at the front door. You have like five pairs of shoes that just hang out at the front door. You don't put them away. And like you just bought new shoes. You wear them around in the house because you're like, you have this weird thing. When you buy new shoes, you have to wear them around the house. You think you're American. You got to break it in, man. Got to break them in. as soon as you wear them outside, like no more house shoes. No bueno. But you leave them at the front door. And I also ask you, when you buy something new, can you get rid of, you are like, you hoard things like clothes, shoes. You don't get rid of them and there's no space. So mine's twofold. Put your shoes away at the front door. Like the five pairs that you just leave out. There's two closets for you to access. I'm going to stuff my shoes in the sleeves of your jacket hanging on the banister and you'll never see them. (laughs) Okay. And you need to throw out your shoes that you said that you would toss because you got new ones. Because they are, you said that your soul like goes through them. Correct? (laughs) It just leaves my body. No. And goes right through it. The sole of your foot. Oh, my foot goes through the sole. Okay. Like every time I put these shoes on, my soul just leaves my flipping body. Did you actually think that I was? Yeah. I'm like, okay. I need new shoes so bad, Brittany. Can I buy some new shoes? No. But my soul, it leaves every time I wear these. I get it. We go exercise. 
house the demons. I get it. That's what happens when the same word is used to describe two different things. It's confusing. Spell the English different. language is confusing. I get you know, it. You know the different spellings? That's annoying. Uh, of soul and soul? Yeah. I must say, I don't. <laughs> I must say, I don't. Is it S-O-L-E for the soul of the shoe? Yeah. Well, then I guess well, I do. I'm like, wait a second. Oh, do I, I hate this game. You are like, when you have to like, think about the answer to the question. So you repeat the question. So you can think in your mind what your answer is going to be. Do I know the smelling difference? Yeah. That? that happened in real, in real time right, right now. <laughs> I saw it, Soul. I saw it happen in your face. That was amazing. Yeah. Anyways, All right. Anyway, move on from the crow. <laughs> move on. Move on. Okay. Uh, funny story. Tell me your funny story. I heard this story. Okay. So I'm not going to pretend I didn't hear the story. I heard this oh, story. Because, well, no, you wanted me to be like, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I, I heard did. the story it was I did. A, and it's a brilliant story. And I think everyone else <laughs> needs to kidding. hear this story. And I'll probably still laugh at the story because no. it's that funny. I told a couple of my girlfriends too, because I was like dying. Okay. So I was at the gym yesterday and, uh, I, was listening to, I had my like earbud um, Bluetooth headphones in and I have my phone with me and I don't like, I, I was listening to my audiobook. So my friend was like, Hey, you got to listen to this book. She has really similar tastes in books that I do. So I was like, okay, so that's going to be a good book. So I'm like a couple chapters in and it's kind of like spicy and like what I mean by that. Sexy. It's like, it's like sexy time. Oh, and before so, you begin this story, can we please say that before you went to the gym and started working out again, you said I need to get earbuds for for you know being on the treadmill and stuff, and I went to purchase you them, and you said no, 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 I'll purchase them myself, and went on to Amazon <laughs> and bought twelve dollar headphones. They were twenty nine dollars. Either and way, I found one of them in the laundry. Either way, expectations are low when it comes to these <laughs> headphones, and that's important. It is. It's important to understand that before you hear the story. Right. So I have these Bluetooth earbuds in. And I'm listening to my audiobook and I'm on the treadmill and there's not a ton of people at the gym, but there's like maybe like three or four people just behind me on the mats. And so the mats. on the mats. Get on the mats and do, do the yogas. <laughs> Uncut jams. Have you seen that? No. Oh my god, wait, I'll have to show you this. On Uncut Jams. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> on Uncut Jams. All right. Okay, okay, okay. So anyway. So I'm on the treadmill and short story long. Yeah, I'm running and uh, I forgot to tell you this too. So I'm running and there's like a dude that's like maybe six treadmills over me. He's on the elliptical and uh, he's like looking at me as I'm like listening to it. And in my head, I'm like, I'm fucking getting this. Like I'm doing so well that this guy's like, yeah, like she's she's doing well. But hold on. If you knew me, you knew that you would know that that is like a hundred percent not going to be the actual case because I run like Phoebe Buffet. So like, I think internally I was like, I feel like I've like turned a new leaf and I'm like, I look good when I'm running. I feel super athletic right now. (laughs) And this guy is all into me and all up in my grill. Oh my God. So I'm listening and, uh, my headphones are like, just they're shit right so they're really quiet so i keep turning my volume up and i just like i can't hear and part of it i think is a treadmill so i turn up and there it happens to be at a part where literally the character says i like something along lines of like and then i cut earmuffs earmuffs for children if they're around it says like i cupped her pussy so that she would come, okay? And this was like I like put it on full volume, and do you know it was the, still. Do you know the so two different quiet. spellings of the word "come"? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold on. And then I hear like, 
not like just like murmurs around and i notice that my fucking earbuds my bluetooth isn't on and it's blaring from my cell phone on the treadmill so the entire gym heard me like whatever the fuck i'm listening to like honestly ryan i i was like i can't i just kept running i think i was trying to run away from the situation not on a treadmill believe it or not you just stay in the same spot just (laughs) do it faster the people behind me, I feel, like, I feel like they were like, do you want us to make the key church to, the sandwiches key to this, for the, your funeral? The key to the story, which you limit, you forgot, maybe you didn't and I wasn't listening, is you couldn't hear your headphones, so you kept turning the volume That's up. That's what I said. I, I, you weren't listening. No. I literally was like, I kept turning the volume up because oh, my, headphones, my headphones are shit. And in reality, it was never connected to Bluetooth. So it's like saying all this like spicy like porn book and the whole gym is like listening to this fuck oh my god i couldn't at, at the point where i was at the point where i couldn't even know like I, I wanted to leave i wanted truth be told i wanted to die at that moment but i, I believe just, you text me i did i said fucking book my funeral book like, my funeral and i'm like, like what the hell are you talking about and you're quaint. like i'm dead something quaint small <laughs> but but beautiful or something like that i'm like are you okay because yeah. it was snowing keep in mind it was snowing Fair. really badly and so i'm you just thinking thought i was like in an accident and then i was like book it no i'm, I'm dying what i'm anticipating is that you're like i don't want to leave the gym right because it's snowing and like pr- no. kind of like pray for me and i'm like i'm worried so i call you <laughs> you didn't call me oh i didn't actually no. wasn't that worried <laughs> I text you. I'm like, what, what's going on? I think it's actually, you know what? I think I just sent you a text, uh, a text message with a question you, mark. You literally were like, you <laughs> yes, said. I wasn't that worried. It wasn't. You were not worried at all. The new life insurance policy kicked in, so I wasn't too worried. <laughs> no, this is what you said. I said, book my funeral. And you said, what happened? And then I said, I want something small but classy. And you said, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, I care <laughs> Like you were like so not Now, you know the funny it. thing, and I was going to share this with you, and then I didn't share this with you because, well, I want to oh share with you on God. this podcast. So I think that this is a hereditary thing for you. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that, but... The best part is you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. 
The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the turmeric daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the turmeric daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. This is a hereditary thing. And, and believe it or not, it, it doesn't skip generations. It just skips family members. Yeah. Your father once told me a story about your, 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 his brother, your, your uncle, mm-hmm. coming home one night from the bar, high as a kite, walking downstairs, going to the basement, putting his soundproof headphones on and blaring ACDC through his headphones only to have your dad's father come downstairs like, what the f*** is going on? I didn't know that. Because your uncle, who had his soundproof headphones on, couldn't hear the music, so right. he dialed it up, not knowing that his headphones weren't plugged into the stereo, and literally woke everyone up in the house thinking he was rocking, rocking out to ACDC by himself. <laughs> Little did he know he couldn't hear the music because his headphones, which are soundproof, yeah. were uh, were not plugged into it. So this is a family thing. This it's, is this is this goes back to the lang- this is the Langver generational issue with family affair headphones and listening to music and or pornographic novels yes by the way there's going to be a lot of people that want to know what that juicy book is called this is not an advertisement what's the juicy book called it's called neon gods by katie roberts honestly it's tripping me out it's not my favorite uh i feel like this has nothing to do with our podcast but i will listen to like an audiobook that is like maybe like a mystery but anything that is like spicy and sexual i don't like when a character reads because then if i don't like that character's voice it ruins it for me like and i don't like the dude's voice what do you mean the character reads so there are two actors for the book and you know what's wild is that like when it's in the perspective of the dude but like the other girl's talking, he like changes his voice to like, it doesn't even like switch to her. So he'll be like, and then like I undid her pants and Penelope said, 
No way. Oh, I couldn't listen to that. Honestly, like it's I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Not gonna do it. I first like I don't mind if it's something that isn't like like a spicy book. Like it's if it's just like a telling a story about whatever, you can get on board with it because it's not that big of a deal. But it really just puts like a weird like We listen to we listen to nursery rhymes with our kids, not nursery rhymes. We listen to uh what are those nursery stories called? What are those things called? Story nori? (laughs) Story Nori on the on the Google at night. What are they called? What are those nursery books called? I have no idea what you're saying. Like what's Red Riding Hood called? <laughs> what's Red Riding Hood uh, called? What's Red Riding Nursery rhymes? What are you trying to say? It's not a nursery rhyme. No, but what do you like? like? What's a nursery book called? Oh my God, Brittany, you're like you think you. Now you just re- you repeated the question because you don't know the answer either. That just happened to you. You don't know either. I truly. Am. What's like the Brother Grimm stuff? What are I those things totally called? I totally know what you're saying, and my mind is like nursery, blanking. like it's nursery not, rhymes. It's not a nursery rhyme. It's uh, a short like, story. No, like a tale. Uh, oh my god, what is wrong? What is happening? This is the afternoon. This isn't even in the evening. Why are oh we god, so? I like, honestly don't have any underwear, and I'm gonna pee my pants. You don't have the what? Did you say you don't have the N-word? I don't have any underwear on. I just have a romper on and I don't have any underwear on so I can't catch any of my pee. <laughs> is that why you wear underwear? <laughs> <laughs> is that the only reason you wear underwear is to catch your pee? Anyways, catch it was a nursery rhyme book. Uh, oh the short God. stories are normal. No. What are they called? I'm going to Google it. It doesn't you really matter. Fill the here's, space. The, here's the whole story. Here, Fill the space, Ryan. <laughs> Anyways, we listen to these uh, story noris on Google to go to sleep sometimes, Cooper and I, especially when we're at my parents' house. Then my my mom loves it. Hey, Google, tell me a story. Anyways, it's always one. It's always one person that's reading the book, and they do the whole double voice oh thing. My God. I can't stand the voices outside of their normal voice. Like the person was hired because they had a good voice. Fairy tales. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's actually embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. It's a fairy tale. <laughs> well, little Red Riding Hood. Well, little Red Riding Hood. Okay, sorry. Well, anyways, oh, I can't stand their voice. So they were hired because they got a good voice, a normal, natural voice. And right. and and Story Nori usually hires like British actors, but then they'll do this like voice, and the, the, it's always this woman. She does this like old woman voice. It's like I need your children. I'm like, oh my god, for the love of all that's holy, this nursery rhyme story is not worth listening to and it, and because of her voice gets so like cooper's like dad i'm not going to sleep i uh, don't i don't think i've ever heard of those I yeah well i'm a better I, parent because you ask google i'm sorry i read the actual books oh do and you you are do the you? one that's like hey google play little red whiting nursery rhyme and then google's like i'm sorry i don't know what you mean you do you read you the books to the kids idiot Okay, I do read. Anyways. Um, that was a whole downfall. I yeah, cannot what are believe- we talking about on this podcast? I thought we were talking Honest about like traditions, so it is. Okay, let's talk about, because um, Valentine's Day is coming up, or just passed, depending on when this is airing. I, I want to talk about how we... So we did some like a couple of things for the kids before Valentine's Day. Like I got a few things for them, but... We didn't do anything and we didn't plan anything for actual Valentine's Day because you and I have this tradition, which I think we've talked about before on the podcast, where we don't do anything. We get subs and it's kind of like an anti-Valentine's Day. Not that we're like against Valentine's Day, but we we, are not against Valentine's Day. No, but I think we're more just against like the overpriced 
bullshit. Like I'd ra- like. I just don't is. need to spend over a hundred dollars on a meal crowded with a bunch of people to tell you that I love you. Mm-hmm. I find that our tradition of subs means more anyways. I absolutely agree. And it's just like, cause I, it's a tradition. So and it you is. set yourself up. I feel like for a disappointment because it's just like everything is overpriced. It's usually busy as hell. Like I used to, I, we both used to be servers. I remember Valentine's day. I had, I have a few stories of like the one now that I'm a parent, it hits different, but I specifically remember remember um serving this couple who were parents at the time i wasn't a parent and it was on valentine's day and they came and like the kitchen was like so packed because again valentine's day so reservations were bananas and we and everyone's meal was delayed so they didn't get their their starters for like 40 minutes by the time their meals came they had to they're like could we just get it packed up they're like we got a sitter like we have to be home by a certain time that sucks and like it wasn't even like it wasn't, they weren't even mad. They were just sad. Yeah. Which was like heartbreaking. It's like your parents being disappointed. It is. It is. But like I, that, I, th- I remember feeling bad for them at the time, but, but now, now you, you had, you sympathize, but didn't empathize. You have no idea. Like I remember now, like we, that deep, happened right? to us, like the other, when we were at Kelsey's, remember we had like that horrendous experience at Kelsey's with the kids. Yeah. Can we, we just, can we just get our food and leave? Please? Oh, it was so bad. But yeah, Valentine's day is like, just so anyways, what we're, what we're getting at with the story of Valentine's day is I had said to Brittany, because Valentine's day, we prepare some certain things for Riley and for Cooper. And we had not done that yet. Mm -hmm. So like we're trying, we try to get things done in advance so that we don't have to worry about it last minute, because let's be honest, we don't have a lot of time for last minute stuff that Mm -hmm. comes up. So we did. And I asked you the other day, if we could, if I could go and grab some stuff and it didn't work out. And then we started realizing that there was a little bit of a, a you grabbed stuff, you grabbed toys and presents and just gave them to them the day of. <clears throat> I just gave it to them before Valentine's Day because <laughs> like, I had them. But it doesn't really matter. We, there was <gasps> the, the story is this. The important story has nothing to do with Valentine's Day at all. The important thing has to do with the fact that we were trying to do something so that it wasn't last minute. I said I would grab it. I grabbed it, gave it to them before Valentine's Day because, you know, hopefully by this time Valentine's Day is hit. But either way, they got this well before Valentine's right. Day. And uh, you were a little bit angry, not angry, but short with me. And then I was a little bit short with you and then we put the kids to bed and we had a conversation about this because you were still very short with me uh and we and we discovered something and we're always discovering something uh about our relationship and that's why we're going to talk to you guys and we've talked about it before many times Mm -hmm. but the check-in is so important Mm -hmm. and the check-in doesn't like we talk about it being like a quarterly check-in it's whenever it needs to be it's exactly whenever it needs to be now quarterly is a good baseline for it to be like scheduled but like you can do check-ins when they're not scheduled when someone's not talking to you really for about three or four hours it's time for a (laughs) check-in let me just check let me just check in there and what did we discover about ourselves Britt so usually a check-in um an unannounced check-in for us specifically for me is a result of something that has been happening more than just like in the past three hours or whatever whatever you're angry at your partner in that day in that moment is not the actual reason and it might be part of it but it's usually compounded from like weeks or however long so it's a really good um thing for you to kind of why is this triggering to me what has led up to this point and for us it was um we kind of unfolded that we are changing in our designated roles in the household and the family and our responsibilities are like completely changing 
And what we mean by that is like, I, I am working way more than I've ever worked when we've had the kids. Right. So all of the things that I took on before. Well, let's just call it what it was. We lived a very old school, traditional relationship. Yes. I worked and you stayed at home with the kids. I would work very part time, very sporadically teaching here and there. But it was like Ryan's paycheck was what we relied on. Right. It wasn't like, OK, you need to put X amount of hours in. It's like whatever I worked was bonus. I was just like at home with the kids and whatever. Not just. That's a terrible Sorry, word. Yeah, you're you right. were at I, home with I the kids with taking the care kids. of everything else. Correct. Correct. So now that we are both working like like insane hours, it has really hit me. And, and both financially. Yes. Contributing. Both financially contributing. I, I've noticed that the things that I was doing before that I had time to do, for example, like wash the toilets, the floors, the laundry, cleaning out, like even just the, the things. small things like cleaning out the kids' drawers when like clothes don't fit. Like these are things that have to happen. The organization has to happen in your house or you just get, it's chaos. And all of these things were not getting done. And I personally function like, but because we both work from home, when my house is a disaster, I cannot like work. And I was getting so stressed out every single day because the house was just like in pieces all the time, just so messy. And I was getting short with Ryan because I was like, Hey, I need help with this. And he was, and you would, you were like, yeah, I get it. Like no problem. But then you weren't doing it because you were busy. You're working till like 11 PM. And it just, it just is not something that you were used to doing. Yeah. Like the you, truth of the matter, the, the truth is this, you've never had to make time your or space life, for that. Your life changed, changed, <laughs> changed it. Your life changed it. Your life changed, your roles changed, yeah. and yet they stayed the same. Our lives changed, and yet my role stayed the same. Right. So it went from me being the financial support of this family and you taking care of literally everything else, like booking booking in, the signing papers for school, and registering to this, and uh-huh. registering to that, and managing report cards, and managing teacher, all of that stuff. Yeah. You did all of that stuff and I took care of the family financially. Now we're both taking care of the family financially and you're still doing all of those things. Right. And I get why that would make you upset. And I didn't even recognize that I was doing this. And this is what started to come up inside the conversation of the Mm check-in because she was mad at something. I knew what she was mad at because it had just happened, but it didn't make sense that she was so mad at such a little thing. And so we started having real conversations like, well, what does that, what does that mean? And how does, and like, where did that come from? And then where did this come from? And then before you know it, like an onion, you start taking the layers off and you realize at the core of it, there's this underlining conversation that continuously occurs and is starting to compound. I think and too, that's like, what we got to this. Uh, this is going to be like a TMI, but when have we ever shied away from that? But I, we also had a, before we had this conversation, maybe. we talked about how I, like I was, I'm exhausted. I will literally go to sleep at like 9 30 like if i'm lucky i would fall asleep at when we put the kids to bed and i was so tired and ryan was like feeling we were feeling disconnected and this is again before we had our little check-in conversation and i remember him saying like you've made you make time for your friends and you stay up late for your friends but you won't stay up late for me if we want to be intimate or just be together i want to be intimate yeah no no but it was a conversation for you and and i was left feeling like okay like feelings are valid i totally understand that you're right and then the next day I was kind of like unpacking because I, a part of that made me angry and maybe not angry, but I was kind of annoyed that you were like that because for me, I was like, Hey, I need to unpack this. Why am I like triggered by this? And it was because it was I, true. 
No. That's why. No, it was. Well, here's what happened. You went on Monday night with your girlfriends. I remember this week. I remember it because like it just happened. You went on on Monday with your girlfriends. You came back home at like 1130. Then you were out on Wednesday with your girlfriends and you completed that day at like, I don't know what time, whatever time it was. And then on Friday you went out with your girlfriends and you came back. Actually, no, you were away for the whole day. But hold on. You it doesn't really no, matter. No, it does. You just like totally overtook my story. I wasn't even But what finished. I was getting, what I was well, getting I, at. I would love to finish and then you can get on what you uh, want to get on. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no problem with that. I think, I think this was a good thing that it happened. It I was. was. Uh, I was upset because on the Saturday that we finally got to be together, you went to bed at like 930 and yes. I'm like okay. sitting here twiddling my thumbs with so, some KY junk. <laughs> <laughs> for me too like in between those days like when ryan and i like we see each other every day and if we're like we'll have to podcast at nights like we are together it's just we're working right so for me i'm like well we are together but i was in this like resentful mindset because i'm like i am drowning over here i'm not getting any extra help over here I've asked you multiple times, like I'm not doing well, but I never put words around why and and you didn't really connect those two. Like we hadn't had that check-in conversation, right? So I was like annoyed that it was another thing that I needed to like do and like sex no but it was something <laughs> Stay that up you, an hour later. you were like i also need this from you and i was like so this is important for you but all of x y and z doesn't matter like i like that was really that bothered me because i was like you you can't we went in this circle when we like we've talked about this before like it wasn't a square there was no corners i wasn't i wasn't feeling connected to you enough to be intimate and because I wasn't feeling like I I was getting the help I needed around the house. So we had this disconnect and you were like, I'm not getting laid. So I feel like I don't want to help around. Like, you know what I mean? Not that you don't want to. No, I know it's not true. I was was equally as busy and not getting laid. And I just neglected. And not helping around the house. And I neglected to see what it was that I wasn't contributing or how I wasn't. And I'll tell you what my epiphany was. I came home, Brittany, and you were on the phone with the teacher having a conversation about our daughter. And I thought to myself, huh, I didn't even know there was a meeting. Yeah. yeah and I you- thought, and I thought, wow, she's got to juggle that. She knew that that meeting was there. She scheduled the meeting and she's on time for that meeting. And I didn't even know there was a meeting. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to realize what else is she doing? What else is she doing that I'm not really paying attention to that obviously it gets done because Riley goes on these things and does these things that I know need signatures for and I nobody knows what my signature looks like. <laughs> so I get it. I get it. Um but the whole takeaway from this is the check-in's important, yeah. but it's it's very rarely is it an acute um issue. If you and your spouse are dealing with something and it happened in the moment, usually that results in an instant argument around that. If it's not an instant argument around that, then more than likely it's a compounded issue and it needs to be unfolded and discovered what's at the core. And that is a check-in. The more you check in, the less these things compound. The less they blow up, the less like blow-ups you have. And we didn't have a blow-up. There (laughs) was no blow-up, but it was this feeling of like winter is coming. It was getting cold in the house. You were short and I was short. And it was like, this is not how we operate. I get that we're busy, but this is still not how we operate. Let's have a conversation. Our blowouts really aren't blow-ups. They are like small, passive-aggressive comments where like, we'll be like, okay. Like, I hate you. Yeah, like oh, it's that, like a very casual. Yeah. Have a great day. Hate yeah, you. fuck you. Yeah. Have a great day. Yeah. Fuck you so much. Very much. Eat a dick. Um, I think they're more just like these these offside things that we aren't like they add up that 
usually if we are fine in a good place, we would like sweep them under the rug. But if, but if they're like short, we're like, we take them personally because we're like, why, like, why are you, why are you saying that? Like, that's not, that's not cool. It doesn't serve anything no. for anyone. So it was a good, it was a good space. Um, after we got out of that space, but again, check in. super, check in. super good checking. So before our podcast comes to a, com- to a complete stop, I have this like aha thing that came mm-hmm. <clears throat> over me. And I don't remember if I saw it. That you're completely stole from somebody else, but you're going to claim as your own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know if I saw it on TikTok or if I heard it on the radio. It doesn't really matter. I remember it and I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. So we were talking, whoever it was that was talking was talking about the fact that being a parent is such a difficult thing because it's an ever evolving thing. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that his Oh, it was on TikTok for sure. Or Instagram for sure. And he was saying how his son at 15 was like, like, I guess they were having some issues. He was, a, he was not being the best dad that he could possibly be. And his 15 year old son said to him, like, what is it like to be a dad? And he put it in a way that was so unique. I'd never heard it like this before. I never positioned it like this before. And I thought, man, that's a game changer. And he described it like his son. He said, you know, when you go to school and you learn something new, is it safe to assume that you are no longer the person you were before you went to school. He said, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. He said, so if every day you go to school and you learn something new and you come back from school as a different person, realize that I have never been the parent to that new person. Mm. So like each day your kid isn't the same as before, meaning how you parent them. And you're how learning. You, you're learning new things each day because they're not the same kid that they were yesterday. Yeah. Like so I could figure out, I know how to, I know how to parent Riley yesterday. I do not know how to parent Riley today mm-hmm. because Riley is a different version of Riley than she was yesterday. And, those, and it takes me all day to figure her out. She goes to bed. I'm like, ah, peace. And then the next day something new happens. And as your kid starts to age, and I'll say this for, for us right now with a seven-year-old, almost eight-year-old who happens to also be a female, as she starts to age, moods change, uh, you know, physiological things, physiological things. That's a, I messed that word <laughs> Biological. up. Biological things change. Physically, she changes. Uh, She's not into nursery rhymes or fairy right. tales. But... <laughs> But here's my thing, and this is what I'm going to leave for you guys as a little droplet as a parent. It's, it's difficult to be a parent. Nobody gives you any book to tell you how to be a parent. You learn it every single day. And every single day that your kid comes home, it's a different day. It's a different fi- uh, style of parenting. And it's a new thing for you to discover. Your kids don't know that, though. Mm-hmm. Your kids only assume that you're always consistently their parent. So really like give yourself some grace and understand that you as a parent are constantly adapting to your child. So your parenting styles will constantly be changing. So maybe something that worked one week isn't going to work the next week, especially because the kids are sponges at this age. So they really do take information and they like hold on to that. So all of these new things that they're learning each day really changes them. They are like a puzzle. And so each day there's a new piece until it's like a full thing. Until it's them. Right? So yeah, that's that's lovely. It it was lovely. But what I will, I will invite and encourage you if your children are old enough to have this conversation with them, because I had this conversation with Riley and the moment I had it with her, it was like something clicked. 
And since I had that conversation with her, I'm able to have a new conversation with her when I don't parent properly. When I say the wrong thing or I do you're, the wrong you just blame thing. You it on her. No, uh, no, I'll say to her. <laughs> you're said, not the same version of you. No, I'll just say to her, I said, Riley, like I can now have this conversation with my daughter and it's so powerful to be able to say to her, like Riley, dad's learning and I'm going to make mistakes. And I'm really sorry that I said that thing that upset you. I didn't mean to upset you. It was not my intention to upset you. I'm learning and I got it wrong and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And now she gets it. Now she's also probably a little advanced in terms of her understanding. Like if I had the conversation with Cooper, he'd be like, (laughs) F you dad, play with my truck. Um, but I'm just, I'm saying, I encourage you guys to have this conversation with your children. It sounds like it's heavy. It's not heavy at all. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just them getting to understand that you are their parent. You'll always be their parent, but you were not their parent before you were their parent. Right. You were you. And now you're a parent Mm -hmm. and every single day you're a new parent and they're a new child. Be graceful with yourself. Have some generosity with yourself. And, uh, you know, just have fun. Stay fit and have fun. Yeah. Body break. Body break. Oh, we're leaving? Yes. Oh, peace out. Hey, Tom. everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist, but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself.